Master Tavern Keeper's History of the Old World. Und so, that was the epic, the tragedy of Macbeth, then, was it? Thank you, Master Alchemist. It was most certainly a tragedy. Almost nobody got out there alive. The uh, siege of the castle was not what I expected at all, though. In my mind's eye, I had conjured up images of war machines on either side, hurling projectiles at each other over some battered, broken walls. Much as in the uh, sieges that I myself have been pleasant for, but uh, not a single piece of artillery was used by uh, either the Alliance or the Orcs of Macdes. Oh, indeed. The most complicated contraption you'll typically see accompanying the warriors of Albion is a chariot. Oh, yeah, yeah, like the ones that you told us about earlier. I None of those fandan artillery pieces that you see uh, used here on the continent by, uh, well, by your empire or the dwarves. Albionites prefer uh, to uh, to get up in your face. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can relate to that. But uh, as I think about it, the orcs too, here, are not uh, renowned for their technical prowess. Can they even make machines of war like that? Uh, surely it is uh, beyond their limited intellects. Ah, well, I don't know about that. My uncle, on my father's side, Dieter von Tollekelm, who belonged to the Order of the Knight's Panther, whose fortress is a mere couple of miles from my birthplace of Karaburg, once told me a story that very much involved the war machines of the Greenskins. Okay, now, that sounds very intriguing there, Septimus, but uh, just a moment. Before you continue, I'm sorry, what, what are these panther knights that you're talking about? I've never heard of them. Are they some sort of... Some sort of mutant. Oh, no, 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 no. They, in fact, hunt the mutant. But uh, as you are not an empire man, I suppose the stories have simply not reached your ears down here in Tylea. Mm. Well, uh, they are a relatively young knightly order back in the empire, but it is uh, one that has already become both celebrated and powerful. Ah, indeed. They were founded in the last century, in the aftermath of the Great Crusade against the armies of Jafar and the Sultans of Araby. After their victory, the Crusading Knights plundered the cities of the desert and brought home a great deal of uh, exotic paraphernalia from the Sultan's palaces. This obviously included the usual gold and silver, gems and silks, but it also included such things as furs and exotic animals, many of which had never been seen before in the old world. One particular animal that caught the imagination of all those that laid eyes upon it was the panther. These had been taken from the pleasure gardens of al Hayik, although I've uh, no idea what they were doing with them there. I'm sure, irrespective of whatever it was, it involved a great deal of horse oil. It's, um, it's just what happens in the pleasure gardens of Araby. Anyway, the panthers that were brought back to the old world created 
set a buzz in the jubilant crowds that were cheering the returning crusaders that some knights decided to uh, copy their exotic appearance for their uh, choice of attire, as well as uh, keeping the beasts as pets and mascots. Eventually, of course, the creatures died, but they were not forgotten, and their furs were used as uh, saddlecloths and as the trimming for the uh, knight's cloaks, giving the new order a most unique appearance, as well as reminding everyone that laid eyes on the knights of their victories in Araby and thus leading them to quickly become known as the Order of the Knights Panther. Ah, I see. So a little bit like the uh, old Knights of Harkness in East Albion then? Ah, yes. Well, something like that, I suppose. Anyway, on to my uncle's uh, anecdote. The Grand Master of the Knights Panther at the time, Lord Karl Rickard Gölner, in the uh, years before he went off, on his well-known tour of Astalia and became a uh, household name, had sent my uncle and his comrades east, up to the walled town of uh, Grimmenhagen. This particular place had uh, suffered greatly at the hands of the beastmen, but it was not these that toppled the town in this tale. At that particular time, Lord Gilner was considering establishing a chapter house of the order in the vicinity of Grimmenhagen, but due to the events that overtook my uncle and his warriors, this did not come to pass. Oh, yeah, really? What happens then? Ah, well, let us, uh, let us jump right in. Upon approaching the town, my uncle distantly saw plumes of smoke spiralling up into the sky. Hans, do you see the smoke? Yes, Dieter, to the north. Do you think it's coming from Grimmenhagen? Ah, no, that would be unfortunate. Let's find out. Knights, follow my lead. And with that, my uncle immediately urged his horse to pick up the pace, and his fellow knights tried their best to keep up with him as he galloped along the old Untergard road towards the town's main gate. As the knights cleared the forest to the east, they saw that the town was being besieged by an orc horde. The walls had been breached, and into a gaping hole that had been cleft in the town's defences, my uncle saw orc warriors pouring into the settlement, led by a larger one of their breed that he assumed was their war leader. We are already too late, Hans. The Greenskins are in. However, at that very moment, just off to the side of the road, he saw a line of crude orc war machines standing silently. Ah, apart from a uh, few goblin slaves who were milling around, that is. Most of the orc members of each crew clearly having run off to join in the slaughter of the townsfolk. Anyway, at that moment, an idea blossomed in his mind. He halted the charge, told his plan to his comrades, and the knight's panther quickly put it into effect. Now, this first saw the knights dismount, draw their swords, and wet their blades with goblin blood to seize control of the idle war machines. They appeared to be primitive catapults of some sort that used a large bent bow to hurl rocks at uh, distant targets, and had clearly been used to knock a hole in the wall of Grimmenhagen 
However, it was not only the war machines that the knights took possession of with the death of the goblins. There was also a uh, rickety dray loaded up with casks of orc bitters. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have heard of the uh, stuff. The old story goes that it was that which uh, led to the uh, invention of uh, Rotgut. Ach, what's that then? Sounds most intriguing. Oh, yeah, well, I may have tried it a couple of times, but it is not my favourite tipple. Rotgut is a rather nasty spirit made in the numerous dingy steers across the empire. It is not a drink to savour. People only drink Rotgut with a single aim in mind. They drink to get stinking drunk. It is a pretty dangerous stuff, though, that uh, leaves many drinkers permanently blind. But uh, the story goes that after one of the incursions of chaos into the Empire, some looters came upon a couple of casks of orc bitters, although uh, they believed they'd found ordinary beer and began to drink themselves stilly on the stuff. It is uh, said that three of them ended up going blind, and another died. But uh, the rest had the time of their lives. Since that time, many men have tried to replicate the recipe with varying degrees of success, and uh, more often than not, trails of blind and dead men left behind them. Ah, so not unlike some of your experiments in the field of alcohol then, Cedric. Ach, I knew you were going to bring that up. My concoctions have not killed anyone I stress to add, though. Anyhow, I've had a think since our last tasting session, and I reckon I know where I went wrong. The next batch will be better. Wait, are you talking about that special beverage from Albion that I consumed yesterday? Ach, yes. Why? Did you try some? How was it? Ah, yeah, um... To be frank, it was uh, poisonous. <laughs> but it, it did get you off your face, right? I don't know what you mean, but uh, what it, it did do was this. It had me clamped to the latrine for longer than I would prefer. Anyway, gentlemen, as fascinating as this conversation is, shall I uh, get back to my tale? Oh, yeah, yeah, please, Master Tavernkeeper, continue. Thank you. Well, my uncle then mounted his horse and left his fellow knights. Although not before grabbing the musician's horn. Oh, yeah. I mean the one that you blow. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a musical instrument. Oh, boring. But uh, please, carry on, Master Tavernkeeper. <sighs> anyway... He took his unit's horn and also a large burning torch and trotted out towards the breach in the town's wall, waving his torch about and tooting on the horn with all of his might. As you can imagine, this got the attention of the orcs. And it was the horde's war chief that came back to investigate the noisy intruder. And, upon spying my uncle, pointed towards him and roared. And, at his command, the orcs began to pour back through the gap. 
This, though, was the moment that the other knights had been waiting for. They let loose with the orc catapults, all of which had already been aimed at the breach by the orcs themselves, and sent the casks of orc bitters hurtling through the sky to crash into the greenskins that were charging towards my uncle. And each cask split upon impact, shattering as it hit the ground and spraying the nearby greenskins in the foul, flammable liquor. At this, my uncle smiled. I am the cleansing flame. I am the purifying fire. And I condemn you to burn and be gone. And with these words, he hurled his burning torch into the morass of orcs. The caustic, volatile liquid covering them burst into flames, and a tidal wave of fire swept over the charging greenskins and set ablaze to the whole lot of them. But my uncle did not wait to see if the fires would wipe out the horde. Instead, he blew one more time on the horn, summoning the other knights to him, before taking up his lance and aiming it at their burning enemies. Slowly, his horse moved forwards, picking up speed as it did so, as behind, growing louder and louder by the moment, came the galloping hooves of the rest of the knight's panther. By the time that they reached my uncle, the whole unit was running at full pelt, straight towards the large orc war chief and his toughest warriors, who were cutting their way through their incandescent inferiors. Honor the panther! Kill the greenskins! And with that, the knights tore into their foes with lance, shield and sword, and the butcher of the invaders began in earnest and continued until the knight's panther stood alone, piles of smoking orc bodies surrounding them. Oh, my goodness, what a victory. Ah, well, um, to a certain degree. It was actually a, a bit of a double-edged sword, as many of the burning orcs tumbled into the wooden houses of the town and, in their death throes, sparked off a great fire that burned through all of Grimnhagen over the next two days and all but raised the settlement. But, uh, well, at least the population was able to escape and survive this, uh, this great fire. I can guarantee that the orcs would have left no survivors. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see. But uh, I am sure that uh, this must have rankled some of the uh, inhabitants, though. Ah, indeed. Which is why the Knights Panther do not currently have a chapter house in those parts. But, um, well, anyway, my point is this. The Orcs are not mindless beasts. It was their war machines the engines of destruction wrought by their own hands that had breached the walls of the town. Thus, 
I would say it would be foolish to ever underestimate the menace posed by the Greenskins. Oh, yeah, I see. But uh, do you think that these uh, war machines were inventions of the Greenskins themselves? Perhaps they were stolen, or perhaps they were made by slaves. Ah, well, that is a good question, my friend. But alas, it is also something that we will never know. I doubt even if the Greenskins living today know the answer to that. It will just have to remain a mystery, something lost in the mists of time. Anyway, I'll, uh, well, I'll just finish with these final words to give the story a little bit more context. Now, these particular greenskins were no random collection of orcs. My uncle later learned that they belonged to the Skull Cleaver clan under the leadership of the war chief. Graglug, who had recently arrived in eastern Midland after terrorising Hockland during the previous year. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have heard of these. Some of the mercenaries my grandfather used to uh, play Gvat Pivis had fought against them back in the day. They were a uh, very tough mob, apparently. I can believe it. Anyway... My uncle actually returned to uh, Grimmenhagen some years later to help oversee the training of the soldiers of the nearby keep at the invitation of the town's new ruler, Arthur Sternhauer, who had uh, become the benefactor of the town during its reconstruction. My uncle said that he, uh, he found the men of the city, in both skill and temperament, were natural halberdiers, and he spent the better part of six months teaching them the way of the halberd. And, as far as I've heard, the regiment is still going strong today. Anyway, I think that's enough. Let's have another round of drinks, and then, Cedric, perhaps you can get back to uh, telling us about the geography of Albion. Ach, most certainly. A big thumbs up from me for both of those.